Hi guys, it's me again. This is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses and Members Academy. As promised, I've got the second most requested reading of the week and it's called Reducing the Effects of Climate Change. It's a reading passage three from book 11 and it's test one. And it's absolutely jam-packed with excellent vocabulary. So as soon as I get this on my website, go and have a look at it and just make a note of all the fabulous, useful IELTS-related vocabulary in this reading. It's the, well, the subtitle is Mark Rowe Reports on the Increasingly Ambitious Geoengineering Projects Being Explored by Scientists. Now, you might not know the word geoengineering. It was quite new to me, but don't worry about that. If there's anything that is new or unfamiliar um, in the sense of a concept, then they'll explain it for you. So in the first paragraph here, they say geo geoengineering, a term which generally refers to the intentional large-scale manipulation of the environment. Okay, quite complex in itself, but basically um, manipulation of the environment in a in a large scale way means doing things to change the environment and as you read more about it that meaning will become very clear now it is a reading passage 3 so it's quite a difficult one i'm going to give you a quick summary of the paragraphs the paragraphs are a to h and then we'll look at the questions, which are, first of all, open questions. Um, then uh, there's a table to complete with gap fill. And then finally, matching a list of names. Here it's a list of scientists. And it is one where you can quite easily see that the text divides into two parts so you don't have to read the whole thing. I'll talk about that as we go through it. So paragraph A gives us a bit of a background into the problems of, well, the environment and it's nothing new here. De we depend on fossil fuels, we released, release carbon dioxide, global warming is inevitable. One option to reduce the problem could be to cut back on, meaning stop producing carbon. Um, but many scientists are thinking of alternatives to this, and one of them is geoengineering. Um, according to its proponents, proponents is an excellent word to describe people who agree or support the movement of, of anything, but this one is geoengineering. Um, it says that if the reduction of fossil fuels, dependency on fossil fuels fails. So if we don't reduce our use of things like petrol and gas and coal, then um, we will have to use plan 
B, which is huge grand schemes to slow down or reverse the process of global warming. So all of that is really useful vocabulary and worth reading in some detail. Um, Yesterday I posted the importance of the word fossil. Um, In the previous reading we talked or heard about how they discovered glow worms were fossilised in stones from 30 million years ago. And here we can see the same use of fossil fuels, just meaning fuels made of carbon, basically. It's a huge topic in IELTS. You have to know about that. Okay, so paragraph B says that actually geoengineering has worked on some occasions. For example, they talk about Moscow when they fire stuff into the air on parade days to get rid of the clouds. And it talks about other schemes that try to do the opposite, to actually produce clouds um, using spacecraft, can you believe it, um, to provide shade above the earth and to reduce the amount of light reaching the earth. So there's one example of uh, geoengineering which has been successful in paragraph B. Um, then it goes to paragraph C and it's all about how these projects have focused on cooling the earth. For example, planting forests in deserts and putting iron in the ocean to stimulate the growth of algae, so the green stuff that grows in the ocean. Um, So that's one area but some also look at reversing the melting at the poles so the melting of ice at the north pole and south pole particularly the arctic Um, so they believe that if you replenish the ice sheets more light will be reflected back into space and this will reduce the warming of the oceans and the atmosphere So it goes into more detail about how they propose to do this. In paragraph D, it talks about releasing aerosol sprays above the Arctic. So the word aerosol spray, quite a key word, you know, like your deodorant, things you spray, hairspray, things like that. Um, So they think that if they released aerosol sprays, Um, again would form clouds which would lead to global dimming, so again less light. It's actually based on volcanic explosions um, because when volcanoes explode the the dust blocks out the light. Um, Another solution would be to preserve the ice sheets with high tension cables so metal cables which would stop the icebergs from moving into the sea and then finally in this paragraph d in the russian arctic they've thought about planting millions of birch 
trees. Normally they're evergreen trees um, shade the snow and absorb radiation but the birch trees would actually shed their leaves in winter so the leaves would fall and this would enable radiation to be reflected by the snow. Finally, in this paragraph, they're talking about rerouting Russian rivers, moving the rivers in a different direction to increase cold water flow and that would slow down warming. So lots of solutions proposed in paragraph D. Now the, the text breaks into the second half and you can tell this by the first line in paragraph E. It says, but will such schemes ever be implemented? Will they ever actually happen? Um, so they mentioned the first scientist called Angel um, says that his plan is no substitute for developing renewable energy. So he thinks all of these plans are great, but the best plan would still be to develop renewable energy so that we don't burn fuel. Then there's Dr. Phil Rash, um, is also um, guarded about the role of engineering, meaning he's not quite convinced it will work. Um, if Yes, he says it would return very rapidly. Okay, so if we were to end geoengineering, so as soon as you stop doing these things, the planet would return to how it was. I mean, in a bad way, it would continue to, to warm up um, very quickly. Then it comes to paragraph F, which questions this idea of injecting um, or spraying sulfur into the atmosphere. The US National Center for Atmospheric Research thinks that, thinks that this might affect rainfall patterns. Um, yes, so they think that there would be some impact on precipitation. Precipitation, a formal word for rain. Then... Paragraph G introduces another researcher called Dr. Dan Lunt and he says that the one danger is that we might overshoot, um, just that we'll do too much basically and he says to avoid this um, then Dr. Angel's project would have to operate at half strength. And so he also agrees then that the best option is to avoid geoengineering altogether. And finally, you've got the final researcher in paragraph H. Um, the main reason why so many people support geoengineering is that they have no faith or confidence in the ability of politicians to agree and therefore make the necessary carbon cuts. Um, According to Dr. Martin Summercorn, Climate Change Advisor for Worldwide Life Fund's International Arctic Programme, 
Um, Human-induced climate change, fantastic vocabulary, has brought humanity to a position where we should not exclude thinking thoroughly about this topic and its possibilities. He says we shouldn't exclude thinking of all these different solutions. So, sorry, quite a long and detailed summary there, but the the vocabulary is so useful and it's good for you to actually hear it as well because it comes up so often in the listening test. And the more you hear it, the more it sticks. So, let's move to the questions now. Questions 27 to 29. It's matching information, but there are only three um questions. So sorry, it's not open questions, it's matching information. Okay, so 27 says the mention of a geoengineering project based on an earlier natural phenomenon. So basically find an example of one project which was based on a natural phenomenon. So the only natural phenomenon that has been mentioned is the um, paragraph D, volcanic explosions. That's it. So you find that really quickly. Easy to find because of capital letters. Letters it says Mount Pinatubo in the Philippines. Um, and it says the idea is modelled on historic volcanic explosions. So you can see the synonyms there, modelled on, synonym based on, historic, synonym earlier, and volcanic explosion is a natural phenomenon. So 27 is D. 28, an example of a successful use of geoengineering. So remember, we wanted an example which has actually worked. Again, you've read this quickly. Go quickly back to Moscow, May Day Parade, all capital letters, under clear blue skies, aircraft deposited dry ice to disperse clouds. So that is the actual example which has been shown to work. Synonym is successful. So that is 28 paragraph B. Finally, nice easy one, 29, a common definition of geoengineering. Well, I always say, where will you find the definition? In paragraph A. And there it is in the introduction. It says geoengineering a term which generally refers to large-scale manipulation of the environment, as we said before. That's it. So you're matching three pieces of information. And again, capital letters helped you with most of them, like May Day parades and the volcanic explosion. But question 29, you could guess the definition usually comes in the introduction, paragraph A. Now, we're looking for the different geoengineering projects because there's a table. The table is divided into two columns and the column one on the left is the procedure, so what happens, and on the right 
is the aim. So the first procedure, and we've got actually six of them. The first one says put a large number of tiny spacecraft into orbit far above Earth. So I mentioned spacecraft and you can find the exact word. It says 16 trillion spacecraft. This is paragraph B. It's early on and everything else goes in order after this. So this is where Professor Roger Angel, um, yes, would like to put 16 trillion spacecraft into orbit to provide. Now, this is the next one, the aim. The aim, this is where we have our first gap. It says to create a something that would reduce the amount of light reaching Earth. So we're looking for a noun which would reduce the light reaching Earth. And it's in the same sentence as the spacecraft. It says to form a transparent sunlight refracting sunshade. You've got two adjectives, transparent sunlight refracting, that's two adjectives but the noun we need is the sun shade and it's one word by the way you're only allowed one word and here you take it exactly from the text as one word and write it as one word okay the next procedure is to place something in the sea so you go down a little bit paragraph c and it says depositing iron in the ocean. Synonym for sea is ocean, depositing is place. So 31, the answer is iron, I-R-O-N. Why? Well, the aim, it says to encourage something to form. This is 32, to encourage something to form. So you go back to the text, it says depositing iron in the ocean to stimulate the growth of algae. So to encourage, synonym, stimulate, the growth to form what? Algae. A-L-G-A-E. Interesting, actually, yesterday's or the glow worm Listening before I did this one, we talked about larvae, L-A-R-V-A-E, and pupae, P-U-P-A-E. So it's a group of irregular plurals usually used in science, and I do have a list of them on my website. Or go to Instagram when we did plurals um, irregular in December, I think. Yes, it doesn't matter. Just make sure you notice plurals that end with an E, like algae, um, larvae and pupae. So let's move on. Next procedure is to release aerosol sprays into the stratosphere. So aerosol sprays is paragraph D in the first line. It's easy to find. Why do they do this? To create something that would reduce the amount of light reaching Earth. Again, what do they want to create that would reduce the amount of light 
reaching Earth. Uh, so, aerosol sprays, let's have a look. It says, so that, so that's the aim, anything which has so that, sulfur dioxide would form clouds. That's it. So clouds, plural, is the answer. Question 34 is a procedure again. It says fix strong something to Greenland ice sheets. Greenland is easy to find because of the capital G. And you can see in the same line, it talks about the ice sheets. And it says, is it possible to preserve the ice sheets of Greenland with reinforced high tension, high tension cables? So reinforced means strong, strong metal. And the answer, therefore, is cables, C-A-B-L-E-S, plural. Why? The aim is to prevent icebergs moving into the sea. OK, the next procedure is to plant trees in Russian Arctic that would lose their leaves in winter. So remember this, it talks about the birches, the kind of tree would shed their leaves in winter. Why? Well, the aim is to allow the something to reflect radiation. So, interesting this one, because in the text it says, thus enabling radiation to be reflected by the snow. That's interesting, but it's it's not the snow um, that reflects radiation. That's interesting, actually. It's the leaves is the answer here. Hmm. Lose the leaves in winter to allow the... No, it must be the snow. That doesn't make sense. I need to check that, I'm afraid. I have the answer here, leaves to reflect radiation. But in the text, it says enabling radiation to be reflected by the snow. Therefore, it must be the snow is the answer. I'm pretty sure snow is the answer because the trees lose their leaves in winter. That doesn't make sense to allow the leaves to reflect radiation. I need to check that. Sorry, but bear with me. Okay, question 36 says, um, change the direction of something. So this comes straight after the talk about the leaves and the snow. And it says, rerouting Russian rivers to increase cold water flow to ice-forming areas. So, rerouting is change the direction of, well, in the text it says Russian rivers. Um, but only one word is allowed. So, which one do you choose? Of course, the answer is rivers. Okay, moving on. That is the table. I'm still looking at that snow. I'm not happy about that. I'll come back. 
Okay, questions 37 to 40. Finally, matching the list of scientists. This isn't a difficult one, um, but that's easy for me to say because I have the answers in theory anyway. So 37, 38, 39, 40 asks you to match with this four scientists. The first one says the effects of geoengineering may not be long lasting. And remember, we talked about um, Dr. Phil Rash and there's a quote from him and he says, I think all of us agree if we were to end geoengineering, the planet would return to its pre-engineered condition, probably within 10 to 20 years. So he's talking about that the effects may not be long lasting. So 37 is B. 38. Geoengineering is a topic worth exploring. Now that came in the last line where it said... We shouldn't exclude thinking thoroughly about this topic. And that's in inverted commas again in the last line. Who said that? Dr. Martin Summercorn. So 38 is D. 39. It may be necessary to limit the effectiveness of geoengineering projects. This was a tricky one, I think. As I was reading it, I struggled to understand it. Um, let's have a look. The answer is C, um, where it says, to avoid such a scenario, Lunt says Angel's project would have to operate at half strength. So remember the scientist who was worried that we might actually do, do too much geoengineering. And this was Dan Lunt. Um, yes, so the thing where it says operating at half strength is the synonym about limit the effectiveness. Okay, finally, question 40. It says research into non-fossil-based fuels cannot be replaced by geoengineering. Um, so, non-fossil-based fuels. We, we've heard, we've talked about this a lot. Um, you know, we've talked about renewable energy. And this gives us the answer... Um, of Roger Angel, who says his plan is no substitute for developing renewable energy. And that's early on in the first paragraph um, where he says, yes, it's just no substitute. The better option would be uh, to uh, stop using carbon based fuels. So the question 40 is A, that's Roger Angel. This was the most difficult part of the text, so I think the last four are quite tricky and you would need to read quite closely because they're opinion based. How can you 
help yourself? Well, inverted commas always help. Highlighting the names, of course, of the scientists, trying to find those opinions um, and basically then each one is different here. You can't use the same scientist twice, so you need to make sure that you've got one letter for each number. Okay, this is a tricky one. I shall put that on my website as soon as I'm back at my beloved computer. I will double check that question about the leaves and the snow. Um, and I will get back to you on that. Thank you very much for listening to this difficult one again today. Thank you for your support. If you're enjoying it, I love to hear from you. Um, I love to get your emails that tell me that it's helped you in some way. Um, if you've got any suggestions of other ways I can help you on the podcast, please do let me know. And if you've got anybody you think would benefit from this, then please let other people know. Good ways of doing this could be by leaving me a review or just telling your friends or sharing my posts. I'd be really, really grateful. Thanks ever so much then. I'm back on the train tomorrow, so um, I'll be back um, next week. Bye for now. Bye bye.